beer, 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 bong, 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 beer, bong, 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 beer, bong, 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 beer, beers, bongs, and battle axes, beers, bongs, and battle axes, beers, bongs, and battle axes, beers, bongs, and battle axes. Welcome to Beers, Bongs, and Battle Axes. And even though this isn't the final Marvel review, it's the last one we are recording. I'm so happy we climbed this mountain. It has been a chore, but it has also been exhilarating and fun. But I am so tired. So very, very tired now. I'm excited to get back to watching all the movies I usually do. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm watching Marvel movies right now. I, uh, we, have, uh, we have Chris with us, everybody. And then, uh, Chris, I got a question. Have you, do you know of any other like, in-universe franchises that have this many movies? That, Oof, like, pop your head? This many? Uh, yeah. We're at what, like 27 now? Yes. 27, yeah. Um, whew, I don't think there are any that have this many. I know uh, there's a bunch of martial arts films that have like a dozen, but I think we talked about this before, and the only one we were able to come up with was James Bond. Also has 27 films in its franchise. Oh yeah. Oh yep yep. That's also no time to die. It had 27 years, and it, it also that it's <laughs> a good point. The, from eight to 21 to third 14, no 15. Yep. Jesus help us and the ball's just gonna keep rolling because we got so <laughs> many more coming yeah you guys ready what series yeah i still have yet to watch hawkeye yeah i haven't oh, even yeah. touched it yeah we we watched uh, have I there been either. any you missed at all chris in the whole mcu uh, uh i saw all the films uh i haven't watched hawkeye yet and i haven't finished what if yet Oh, that's another one. I, I fell say. off on What If. I I was severely disappointed with that series. Yeah, uh, I kind of was too. I like the voice cast. Uh, I think Jeffrey Wright's a good watcher. But Reed. I, I kind of burnt out on it fast as well. I just, I hate how safe they play it. Because we're talking about a comic series called What If, where the first issue I have read of it, which was one my dad bought was before I was even born, which is what if Conan the Barbarian found himself stranded in 1970s New York? Isn't that a movie with Arnold? No, no, that's Hercules in New York. Oh, but I mean, oh. like, just take that premise: a barbarian from like Mesopotamia times, basically, finds himself in 70s New York. Like, you can get that wild with it. And what do they do? What if? What if? What if Peggy Carter was Captain America instead? What? What if Str- Doctor Strange was bad? Yeah, what what if Doctor Strange was a bad guy? It's just like, come on, guys. And that's what they're doing with. Uh... Wait, did you see? Did you see the trailer, Chris? Uh, for multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then that's what they're doing with uh, the new Doctor Strange. I was like, oh, I better be quiet. You don't want to spoil it if you hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, you've seen No Way well, Home. I I have, and they did drop the trailer publicly this morning, so oh, I, I feel like oh. it's safe. I did not know that. Okay, I was trying to make sure. That was I um, we talked about it on our No Way Home review, but I, it caught me off guard that the second post credit scene in that movie was a trailer because they haven't done that since I think Thor no, for the uh, original Avengers. Uh, Captain America. I guess right, it was Captain America. Yeah, it was the first Captain America. 
in the Sony verse, I guess the last one I can think of was Venom because its second was a Spider Verse trailer. Oh yeah, you're right. Shit, I forgot about that. Wow. I wait the original Venom. Yeah, the first Venom. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that. That's why I didn't. Oh, you haven't? No, it just it never appealed to me. And I, the only reason I saw it too was because Carnage is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains of all time. Oh my god, I didn't even factor those in. If the Sony verse is part of the Marvel verse, we've got more movies. My oh, and, and yeah, No Way Home adds at least six for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Oh my god, I can't. I can't keep up with it all. My brain hurts now. Let's if just... it helps, I, I think they're counted as a separate entity. I hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's 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 dive into the movie we're reviewing today before yeah, I have a brain we're, aneurysm. We're of course talking about Shang Chi um, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I really enjoyed the hell out of this flick. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, uh, hot take. Uh, this is actually probably my favorite Marvel thing of this year. Wow, that is a hot take. That's not bad. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to say it might be my, out of this whole year, probably my, I have to be honest, probably my second, probably my third favorite. Wow. I guess I'm going to be the uh, negative Nancy in the room tonight and say that uh, after viewing this mu- movie, I have the same feelings that I do pretty much any other martial arts movie I've ever seen. I'm invested during the action scenes and everything else. I just didn't really give two shits about. I was kind of bored the whole time. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. That's that's a big reason why it's my favorite. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Wuxia movies. Uh, you know, that Never Crouching seen. Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Battle mm, yeah. Martial Arts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I dug this most. What what else was the other one Michelle uh, Yeoh was in? Uh, House of uh, House of Gold, oh, I think, uh, or uh, House of Flying Daggers. Oh no, not House of Flying Daggers. There was uh, another one, I think. Well, while you look that mm-hmm. up, I will say, like, as far as the action scenes go, this is probably one of the best martial arts films I've ever seen in my life. Like the 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 fight scenes are just so well choreographed and they're fast paced, exciting. It doesn't fall into the trappings of real fast editing to, you know, kind of hide the fact that they're not actually hitting each other and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I, I love how it actually uses the martial arts to kind of show characterization. Yes. Uh, like you, you almost see bits of bits of the characters' personalities and the way they fight. Yeah. And uh, how the first fight between Wen Wu and Shang-Chi's mom. Uh, that was almost like a dance. It was a very... It's weird to call a fight scene romantic. But it it, it definitely comes across that way. You're not wrong there. I'm still looking. I, I have... Uh, I'm still looking. Well, hurry up, Marcel. I can't use my usual tricks to play for time. There's no video well, get naked. Uh, <laughs> I, I, can fill, I can fill with comments while you're looking. Do it. Uh, I love how much this movie owes to one of my favorite martial arts movies, uh, Kung Fu Hustle. That, you're not, Great movie. That is a fantastic film. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, when you see uh, Shang-Chi's apartment in San Francisco, he's got a poster on his wall. And semi-spoilers, uh, his finishing move on the bad guy is just straight up the final move from Kung Fu Hustle. 
<laughs> That's I, fantastic. I, I didn't even catch that. That's a good catch. I uh, apologize. I'm mixing up the actresses of, of Zhang Ziyi and Michelle Yeoh because if I recall, Michelle Yeoh was in Super Cop with Jackie Chan, right? Yeah. Yes. And then uh, I know Zhang Ziyi was about the same time. Um, there was one that was really good, and I think it's called House of Wu or House of W or something like that that I remember mm-hmm. really liking, but I can't find it on either of their things. So it's probably oh. an actress that I can't think of right now. It's basically what you're saying is you're being racist and confusing all Asian <laughs> people. That is semi not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing in this movie, too many Asians. <laughs> One of the things that kind of makes me sad about this movie is the fact that it was it seems like it was overshadowed when it came out by the fact that everybody was kind of roasting the lead actor like this guy got his career start doing stock photo modeling. Yep. That's like, come on. Come on. Really? We're we're going to we're going to spend more time talking about that than the actual movie itself. Why? Why? Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have an actor who got his career starting with modeling and working into acting than like cronyism and nepotism so i'm good with it exactly exactly and it's it's just it's also inspiring to see that you can start with something that is really especially in the entertainment world considered kind of a joke and make it to marvel's the mountaintop these days like if you make it into a marvel movie you're fucking set yeah yeah on the money front yeah you're good as long as you don't screw it up like uh was it letitia wright Oh yeah, that it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Black Panther two going forward. <laughs> I just imagine them like she passed on, like she blew up, and they and they just like remove the head like digitally and all that, and just make sure that the audience knows she's dead. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna try and reshoot it a third time, and now Okoye is gonna be the new Black Panther. Oh really? No, I, that was a joke. Oh. I, I I hope so. <laughs> You sold it so well. He did. I was like, no way. <laughs> uh, I did see an article recently from uh, Chadwick Boseman's brother who was saying that uh, he thinks they should recast T'Challa because that's what Chadwick would want. He's like, he knows this character's bigger than him, and he would want it to be recast and go on. Hmm. I, I like Mbatu taking over, though. I think that that fits well within the the universe. That's fair. And everything. Yeah, especially since they kind of de-villainized him. Oh, yeah. definitely. Could, At the end of Black Panther, when he comes to to save, yeah, save the day. Uh, and you're just like, yeah, I can believe this dude would be Black Panther. Just like a, a tanky f- big version. fucking Black Panther. Yeah, right? he's real tanky. Like, that just looks awesome. Because, I mean, I'm okay with movies doing that to supporting characters. Only be like Iron Man 2, it worked Rody. with Don Cheadle, yeah. But, like, it's so hard to just be like, oh, this is T'Challa, and it's, you know, uh, Steve Denzel watching, did Yeah, Denzel. <laughs> uh, speaking of supporting characters, is it Remember just me, character? or is Wong kind of becoming the Tony Stark of Phase 4 on? He being, really like, the did. connective character. Oh, definitely. He just pops up wherever he's needed. Was that abomination that he was fighting, though? Uh, yeah, yes. Like, yeah. That makes me so happy, though. I, the only thing that upsets me about it is that we didn't actually get to see Tim Roth. Actually, from what I, I read in the IMDb credits, uh, I mean, it was just growls. He didn't get any speaking lines, but Tim Roth did come back to record those. <laughs> Good for him. That's dedication. Earning money. Like, he would yeah. really he probably did it just so he could hold it over edward norton's head be like look who got to come back fuck (laughs) you fuck you everybody but ed norton (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, even William Hurt got brought back for yep. several movies. <laughs> Ed Norton. Could is... you imagine how awkward it would be if they ever wrote a scene in a future Marvel movie with uh, Mark Ruffalo's banner and Liv Tyler's Betty Ross? Just because of how much older he is than her. Be like, dude, what are you? Is he that much older than <laughs> he her? He looks that much older than her. Oh, yeah. Dude, it looks like he him. could be her dad. <laughs> and that, that automatically makes the Betty and Bruce fucking relationship extra creepy. I think it'll be doubly hilarious if they bring back uh, Ty Burrell as Doc Samson. <laughs> everyone's yes. so used to him as the dad on modern family and then they're just gonna have him all swole and in a long green mullet i love it i want to see this marvel make it happen he was already in the uh the first incredible hulk right yeah he was he was actually doc samson pre gamma oh okay Jeez, yeah sorry it's been so long since i've seen that <laughs> oh no worries i'm just that a hulk was... fan so that's the only reason it's stuck it in my brain <laughs> November. Oh, Jesus. I know. I watch a lot of stuff. It's been a long uh, month. <laughs> I've watched a lot of crap. Um, I just, just bring it back to this movie. I want to say the one thing that I wish that they would have done is told the movie in chronological order. I think that it would have benefited as a whole rather than split it up because I feel the emotional moments they want to hit are not hit as uh, emotionally as they want because we kind of just are not in that character's mindset or really, don't really know them that well. And we think they're this way, but they're actually this way. As opposed to if they just went the chronological route instead of, what a twist, this guy wants to get his wife. What a twist. It'd been like, okay, I, I'm much more invested. Yeah, the, the whole hearing his dead wife's voice thing really did not play as a twist on either of my viewings of this. It's like, yeah, okay, he's obviously being manipulated. Definitely. I think it's more of the fact that uh, in the trailer he's presented as a bad guy, when as in the movie it's more presented as a, uh emotional reason as to why he has those uh, intentions. Which is a shame. Uh, I, I really wish Marvel could have just been straightforward and like, hey, we're going to try something different. He's going to be an ambiguous bad guy. Yeah. He still has evil plans, but he's ambiguous. And and also, too, like the end with um, Aquafina and her, I can't, uh, Katie. Katie, uh, like, doing the thing with the arrows. That was a weird subplot that had a beginning and an end, but no middle. Like, they just show her. She's all of a sudden good, but then the, uh, I forget the guy's name. He's just like, hey, you can't go. He's like, you're not going to oh, go. Oh, yeah, the sensei dude. Yeah, exactly. And then he just gets killed, and then she just grabs the arrow, and then he's like, all of a sudden, okay with it. It was so weird. Right. Cause it was in the span of fifteen minutes, you're you're totally right, and it's a it's a subplot that, yeah, it just it literally just has a beginning and an end. There's no meat to it, meat to that <laughs> plot sandwich. <laughs> yeah, and he dies. He's just like, I'm, he's, uh, I'm dying. You can you can go now. It's okay. <laughs> just I was wrong. <laughs> If I, I mean, we get a little in the, thing, like, I might have survived. We get like a little in the beginning when her family's like chewing her out for a job choice, but it doesn't really work for me because yeah. it seems like she's, she's okay where she is. Yeah, definitely. If, if only my feelings of being a man were not as insecure as to you, a woman, my equal, <laughs> then, then I'd let you go and kill the dragon. <laughs> and then, but on my deathbed, I now see. 
that women can also be equal as men too. <laughs> it's just this whole 15 minute speech. This is a really minor thing, but one of the th things I, I found really interesting in like the art design of this movie was the fact that that dragon at the end mm -hmm. very much has the face of like a European medieval dragon, but they still keep the body of a Chinese dr the mythological dragon. Yeah. And it just made for a really interesting dragon that I haven't really seen in any sort of media before. Yeah, I noticed they do wow. that with kind of all the the Talo creatures. It's it's very interesting to just watch and look at them. Definitely. Um oh yeah, also I just want to bring up how I didn't see how uh Wenwu's men just like I I get that they saw like all this crap happening and they switched sides, but that kind of felt so awkward because I know that they kind of knew the plan going into Talo. And then all of a sudden, like it sucks the essence out, and they're like, "All right, we're on their side now. Let's all kill everything." And it's it, that just kind of felt a little too just quick. Definitely, uh, especially when they're like in this big kind of League of Shadows cult. You would think yeah. that betrayal equals death. So, yeah, Heaven's cult like drink Kool Aid because they knew they were going to die. Like these guys were just like, "Well, I don't, I don't want death. Fuck that. Let's kill them." And <laughs> we're just like, "What? I'm sorry." Yeah, sorry. If I if I was my boss was a Highlander with alien tech power rings, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to get on his bad side. Yeah, exactly. Not even <laughs> close. Especially with all your like seeing with uh, animals with no heads and everything. Right. I do that all the time. <laughs> oh. They're not alive though. <laughs> sorry, I got really dark really fast. <laughs> uh. How did you guys feel about the chemistry between Aquafina and uh, Simulu? It wasn't it. terrible. Um, I don't know. I just I don't find Aquafina to be all that entertaining of an actress and everything I've seen her in. Boo, boo. I know. I'm terrible. <laughs> you got to watch the farewell. She she had a Golden Globe for that, sir. I haven't seen that. I, I've movie. seen this and Nora from Queens, and I'm not a huge fan of either. I mean, oh, Nora from Queens is not a good example to to get introduced uh, to her work. I I'm a I'm not a huge fan of her, but I am like a fan of when she acts, and uh, definitely I like the chemistry between her and uh, her and Simulu because it uh, it came off kind of more brother sister to me than anything. I think uh, that's the one of the reasons why I didn't like it that much because they're supposed to be each other's romantic interests, and it. Definitely does not feel that way yeah. at all. That's exactly why I brought the pick up, to be honest, because uh, I, I, I'm with you. I, I feel it's more like a best friend, brother, sister type thing, but the movie wants you to think it's romantic, and it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, um, I'm kind of mixed because I wanted that out of Rise of Skywalker with, like, uh, Ray and uh, Kylo being friends instead of lovers at the end of it. Uh, and then this one, uh, I love I love the chemistry between them because yeah, it's more brother sister. But like the way that they acted felt natural. Like when they're on the airplane and uh, they were talking about like uh, the guys how he went from Shang to Sean. Like that was just kind of out of a regular everyday thing that you don't really see too much of. Like just. Like no. Oh, when she's roasting him for his lame. Yeah. Exactly. That's no, just see. Great. That's the thing. They've got the. They've got great chemistry, 
just not the right chemistry for what the script was trying to push, which was the romantic narrative. Yeah. You're roasting him. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. You don't have to go that far. On on a packed airplane. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying nothing wrong with that. It's a long flight to China. You got to do something to keep yourself entertained. (laughs) I mean, that would show maybe they're into each other, maybe not. That was one of the things that I thought was a missed opportunity for this movie is instead of setting that that part, uh, the part with uh, where we're introduced to Shang-Chi's sister Mm -hmm. in China, I think they should have set it on that island that is first brought up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Madripoor. Well, I, yes, I fully agree. In the MCU? I I really think it was supposed to be Madripoor, probably even written that way. But honestly, I'm thinking Disney Marvel was like, hey, we want to get that China money, so we're actually going to make it a real place. Uh, I'm really upset with Marvel yeah. and Disney right now. Mainly because I, mean, I recently... There's a lot of reasons why... <laughs> I recently learned of the Punisher's logo change for this upcoming big comic they're doing, and it's awful. Oh, it, the the weird devil horn looking it, one. It's like a Disney-fied version of the Death Clock logo, and I hate it. Is it because all like all these right wingers are using? Yeah, the... and the reason I have a big problem with it <laughs> is because that means all these right wingers and bad cops that have been proudly displaying it, they win. They, yeah, they win. they'll just get to keep the old skull logo for themselves yeah and so this just shows that disney has no problem bowing down to both white supremacists and fucking china and it's just like you guys have no fucking backbone and i hate you for it yeah it's just the money if i was them you know i would just write a straight satire and make punisher like the ultimate right wing person like he's going around people don't put their mask on he shoots them and he's like going to try and stop the CDC and trying to like kill the main CDC person. And then Spider-Man comes in. But the right wingers are anti-masks. So he should be shooting everybody with a mask in this version that you're making. That's true. I'm sorry. I, I mean, honestly, they should just uh, have the guts to just be like, hey, this guy is genuinely insane. Let's not humanize him. Let's let's make him a full on. Oh, definitely. What Venom thinks he is. Definitely. Yes. I agree entirely. Like I said, the the Punisher would go and kill the uh, the president of the CDC. People would be trying to stop him, but like he Punisher gets his way every time, <laughs> and just uh, literally Punisher is always in the right. Maybe he like dyes his hair blonde, and then he like starts wearing like the red hat, the the MAGA hat. See if you if you really want to stand up to these right wingers who stole that logo, what you do is you make uh, the Punisher one of those MAGA people. And then send the entirety of the MCU to stomp his ass, not because they're needed, <laughs> but because they're proving a point. You know what yeah. I? You know what they should do is they should just have him cut a like infomercial for communism or something. <laughs> or you know, just, just make a series where everyone's off planet and Stilt Man has to show up to stop <laughs> the Punisher. I love it. See, or, they should just hire us as writers. We we know what's up. Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. What if, like, the Punisher becomes, like, Dr. Manhattan and starts his own, like, planet filled with right-wingers? We'll be safe and happy here, away <laughs> from everybody else. He just starts it on the moon, and they <laughs> they build, like, an American flag out of the moon, and saying it's New America. Make the moon great again. <laughs> like, there's it's only white people up there. Jesus. <laughs> that would be insane. 
Uh, anyways, back to Shang-Chi. Sorry for that diversion. I've been <laughs> wanting to rant about that since I found out yesterday. That fucking blows. Um, I've got I've got nothing more to add. Uh, I don't know if you guys do. We we have only about like five more minutes before we get kicked out. So, um, uh, quick statement. Uh, I'm glad to see Lil Nas X uh, survive the the snapping. Yes, that is nice oh, to know. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And Outcast. Yeah, <laughs> and Outcast. Thanos knows what's up. He says it's completely random, but he's like, these guys make certified bangers. I can't do it to them. <laughs> <laughs> outcast jay-z uh, <laughs> does he get to pick one by one i don't think know. in the glove i don't know maybe canon wise he should be able to but in the movies he try he verbally makes the point that he's doing it as random as possible so it's kind of up in the air but I, I, I mean, I'd just like to see a little scene where they edited in where he's like completely random, and then under his breath, except for Outcast in fucking low. <laughs> right. They're all just standing there, and he's—it's like a five-minute speech of Thanos, <laughs> except for this guy, this guy. This guy. <laughs> it's basically Thanos's version of, of Peter and the spell in No Way Home. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. What we have this exception, this exception, this exception. <laughs> Could you imagine? If during the snap in Infinity War, since it's supposed to be completely random, if Thanos got snapped <laughs> away from his own fucking wish, that would be great. Just like as he's falling apart, he's like, "Shit, I didn't think about this." <laughs> but it would be the only fair way if he was part of part of the odds. <laughs> he's like, "I love life. Why would I want to give it up?" <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. Dying's bullshit. So what would happen if he did snap away? Like, would that change anything of Endgame? Yeah, uh, the because he destroys the stones after that. So, so they, the gun would just be in a pile of dust. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Ant Man came either way, so you didn't even really know anything happened. So yeah, basically, Which, Endgame wouldn't have happened if Thanos had gotten snapped away. I I didn't bring that up in our Endgame discussion, but how much of a bitch is his ex wife to where he didn't care if she lived? He's just like, I only care about my child. She was kind of a bitch. Yeah. I didn't uh, even think of that, but yeah, that's rough. Yeah, he he doesn't even like look for like his ex wife's name. He just looks for his daughter. Just like, oh god, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, and then just goes home. Thank God, and not even like a where's your mom or anything. Marcelo, it's twenty twenty one. We can't show functioning divorcees. They all have to be at each other's throats because that's the narrative now. Thank you. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> Uh, my last thought on Shang-Chi, though, is even though I was pretty nonplussed by this movie, seeing the director saying uh, that they would basically move heaven and earth to try and get Jackie Chan in the sequel makes me want to see that movie so bad. Definitely. Good. Even Good. I, Jackie Chan. I was thinking of I mean, Jackie right Chan uh, during the the like outside the building fight scene. Oh, yeah. He would have been perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Also, don't have any gay people on set around Jackie Chan. It makes him nervous. Well, I mean, he is trying to get into the China's Communist Party right now. Yeah. Which well, will he, never happen because his son's such a fuck up. Well, that and he, you know, he disowned his daughter, right? Because she's gay. That's, no, I didn't. Yeah, uh, I think it's his daughter. It's either daughter or son, one of them. But yeah, it was just uh, she came out and then it was just, you know, he was just kind of like, get away. He, oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, he kicked her in the kidneys, and I mean, he was raised on those traditionalist Chinese values. Yeah, kind of not surprising. Definitely, which is so weird because he has his shirt off most of the time, right? Yeah, and he's worked in L.A. Hollywood for thirty odd years. 
True. That's a good point. And not only that, it's, but it's okay. uh, the fifth element was before the first rush hour, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So he's perfectly okay with working with. Really? Fifth element was like 97, I think, 98. Oh, I thought it was 95. Rush hour was 96. Yeah, I thought fifth element was 95, and I thought rush hour was 96. Either way, he's uh, the, there was two rush hours after that, so he's perfectly fine with working with Chris Tucker, yeah. who dressed like a gayer than the day is long drag queen in that movie. So fifth element, fifth, <laughs> but God forbid his daughter be of a different sexual orientation. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, you guys are right. Fifth hour was 97, or fifth element was 97. Rush hour is 98. My fault. My complete oh. fault. No, it's, all good, man. That's just so ass backwards, in my opinion. Yeah. I love how he's just like, you can be an alcoholic and do drunken style, but you cannot kiss another <laughs> of the same kiss. gender in my house. Yep. No, no, no consensually kissing dudes. <laughs> uh, well, that's been our Shang-Chi review. Chris, thank you as always for joining us. It's Definitely. been a pleasure. Sir. Thanks for having me. Apologize to make everybody hate Jackie Chan now. Uh, you know, it happens. Got to separate the art from the artist. Yeah, I but still love this movie called Mr. Nice Guy, except you're gay. Except if you're gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Super straight cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just he just changes all of his titles to make sure that he's manly. <laughs> I only like women. I wonder I wonder how he feels about Bruce Lee, because I don't I don't know how true it is, but I remember reading stories about how Bruce Lee would dress really effeminately and act really gay back in the day just to get people to try and swing at them so he could kick their asses. I didn't know that. I don't, I, I can't verify how true that is, mm -hmm. but I, yeah. I can't verify it either, but I had heard that sort of urban legend as well. Hmm. I don't know. I, if we ever get a chance to ask him, we're going to ask. Well, when Do the it. Chinese come to invade, definitely we'll, we'll ask then. Definitely. He'll be a he'll be a guest. On a state sponsored podcast by us. <laughs> what is it? Go to beers what what would it be now? We can't be bongs and bongs and battle axes. We would be beers and uh uh beers, Chinese man beers and uh a wudao. <laughs> <laughs> communism, communism and communism, a film podcast. <laughs> state-sponsored film podcast <laughs> uh, all right thank you for joining us on this wonderful journey that has been the marvel month podcast definitely i'm gonna be honest it's nice to get it over with yeah we'll see you guys on well technically we'll see you when the no way home and whatever's after this one comes out but then we'll see you guys again for our new year's eve podcast we'll see you then yeah. Yeah.